If your company has bad debt, consider assigning your accounts to Murticon. M-E-R-T-I-C-O-N dot com. Murticon, global leader in collections. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Please hit that subscribe button and that notification bell and be notified to all our future videos. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Chuck Graham Show. I look pretty rough today. I know it. You don't have to say it. Today's uh, show is going to be about uh, why I deleted Facebook and Twitter. Why did I do it? Well, I'll tell you why I did it. Twitter deleted. I think I did another show on this. Twitter deleted my account or suspended my account for a comment that I made on um, Jeff Bezos' haircut looking like a skinhead's. It was a joke. Anybody that believes Jeff Bezos is a damn skinhead is needs to have their ass removed because it's just crazy. <clears throat> so do I believe that? No, of course not. Even told them that in the appeal, which they denied twice. So I couldn't get back onto Twitter until I deleted the account or the statement. However, Richard March can threaten to buy or buy or say that he's going to buy drinks for anyone that will finish the job on Rand Paul, advocating violence against a setting member of uh, of the United States Senate, and nothing's done about it. Matter of fact, them assholes over at Twitter, they uh, said that it didn't violate their terms of service. Okay, and I'm glad. Crowder's suing YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of them. I'm glad. I'm glad he has the resources to do that because somebody needs to. So I deleted my Twitter account. I'm on Gab if you want to follow me, and I'm on uh, Parlor if you want to follow me. And I deleted Facebook. <clears throat> Why, you might ask? Sick of their fact checkers. Their fact checkers are not fact checkers they're just simply not it's dissenting opinions and where's the apology for the two doctors that said the morbidity rate of COVID-19 and their percentage what their percentage rates were where's the apology for them because it turns out they were right but they were banned and scrubbed from social media and YouTube and all of them wow turns out a lot of stuff was correct. A lot of things, even YouTube, banned in one of my videos because of medical disinformation and scam. I don't make any money off this. And you can go to charlesgrim.com if you want to hear my podcast because fuck YouTube and, and Twitter and Facebook. I tell you what, if every conservative would just shut their accounts down and hit them in the pocketbook, well... That help. Zuckerberg might have to give it, give that yacht back he just bought. I think he's. I mean, it's a, it's a wonder in this country where you can come from stealing someone else's ideas. <laughs> but anyway, the point being is, is this. I'm off there. Don't want to be on there. I'm on YouTube. 
I don't make any money off these damn videos, so I don't give a shit what YouTube does. This is not how I make a living. And uh, never will be. I just like doing the videos. I mean, I'd like it for people to subscribe and join the channel. But more importantly, you can view our our podcast at charlesgram.com or any of your platforms, Spotify, iTunes, um, Stitcher, all those. You can view the uh, Chuck Graham show at that. And I just wanted to make this video because I just think it's important that uh, we stand up and and fight these people. Because here's what I think, and, and, and I've been pretty consistent. It pisses my wife off, but I've been pretty consistently right through this whole pandemic. And here's my prediction. YouTuber, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter are going to rue the day that they fucked around with conservatives and not and arbitrarily and capriciously enforcing their rules and regulations. I mean, sure, I could sue them pro se. I just don't have time. I don't have the time to do it. That's the problem with me. But the fact of the matter is, is it's pretty damn simple to me. You cannot, and, and case law is very clear on this, you cannot arbitrarily and capriciously enforce your rules and regulations, not unless you want to get your ass handed to you in court. And you probably will win these liberal district court cases and even the Court of Appeals. But once it finally makes it to the United States Supreme Court, you, they've got a choice here. Either they're an edited platform and they edit every post that comes through there, or they, they're a, uh, a public forum. And there's already case law to that, too, on a private town. And I believe it's, um, I forget what the case law name is, Alabama. It's the state of Alabama. But it's in another video that I did. But the point being is, is this. The more you allow the public to access your platform and to post, not to mention the livelihoods of some of these people that do make a living on YouTube or Facebook, or Twitter, by posting these videos, you're taking all their content down. You're basically just, I think it's antitrust. I think they're going about it the wrong way. They ought to be the individual defunded, demonetized YouTubers should hit YouTube with a class action antitrust lawsuit for interfering with competition of the other side. But that's just my opinion. Here's the thing, folks. When all this is said and done, YouTube and Twitter and Facebook are going to rue the day because one of the two things are going to happen. Either they're going to change 230 to include prohibiting the removal of constitutionally protected speech, which hate speech is constitutionally protected, Matal versus Tam. 2009, I mean 2013, the United States Supreme Court ruled unanimously hate speech is free speech. I don't have a problem with them taking illegal stuff down, and I don't have a problem with them th- taking criminal um, speech down where you're saying, I'm going to do this to you. But here's the thing. <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, that's either going to happen or they're going to be deemed an edited platform. And then and they're going to be subject to lawsuits. And they're not going to have the protection of 230. 
when that happens, that's going to hit them in their pocketbook because every damn attorney that is an attorney is going to want a piece of that pie. The only reason you don't have a flood of attorneys is because of 230. Nobody wants to be the guy that, that, that pushes this. But once that is removed and they no longer have the protection of 230, you might as well shut the platform down. They're going to get sued every time they sneeze. And then it won't be long until we figure out which district court favors the, the little man and which court of appeals uh, uh, favors the little guy. I mean, you're fucking up and you're letting these little tyrants that you have working for you in Facebook and YouTube and, and Twitter, you're letting them control this and uh, you're going to regret it. I'm telling you, you're going to regret it. It takes a while for the law to catch up. Sometimes years for the law to catch up. But they're catching up. And just wait. Either you're, you're going to be prohibited from removing constitutionally protected speech, which means if you do it, you'll be subject to lawsuits. And then you're going to be prohibited or you're going to be an edited platform, which means you're going to be subject to lawsuits. You're just screwing up. I don't know who the hell's making these decisions. Probably the same people that uh, believe there's a one-size-fit-all when it comes to this damn virus. But hey, who am I? And that's all I have to say for that today, folks. I appreciate you watching. Hit that notification bell and subscription button if you like the content you hear today. And go to charlesgrum.com. And you have a fantastic day. <laughs>